Here we go. So your name is Monica. Mm-hmm. And you don't mind me publishing this to YouTube? No. For the moment. <laughs> <laughs> you can always, like like I said, you can always, like, afterwards um, change your mind and uh, have me uh, take it down or, okay. you know. Yeah. But like I said, it's just conversations with the passengers and some people are just, you know, as an Uber driver, you meet a lot of people, which uh, I find fascinating. <laughs> and... Um, you get people from all sorts of walks of life, really. And there's this mosquito in the car. This has been bugging me. I should almost give it a name. It's because it's been in the car for days already. Oh, really? Yeah. Come on. But, and, um, anyway, so, Monica, um, I drove your, mo- your husband, Ted. Yeah. And I, I got to mention, though, because I understand that the whole family, well, you, your husband, and, and his sister came over to help his mom move. Um, yeah, so she moved from independent living to assistant living. And what's then the difference? Um, so independent living, it's in the same community. Independent living, they're still, you know, do everything for themselves. They go to the grocery store. They get dinner provided. You know, so they go to one of the restaurants for dinner only every day. And, um, you know, they're pretty self-sufficient. And then the next level of care is assisted living. And so then they take care of them a little bit more. You know, it's a little bit, it's, it's, you know, there's nurses and assistants and things that are on the floor all the time. And it's more like a... Then they also cook for you. Yes. Then there's three meals a day that you can have in the dining room. She does have a little tiny kitchenette, but it doesn't even have a cooktop. It's just a microwave stove. Yeah. I mean, yeah. microwave sink refrigerator. Oh, yeah. And she'll, you know, have a little toaster oven, oven and coffee maker. And you can do still uh, do uh, the little things yourself. Yeah. Like she can still have lunch. her own breakfast in there and maybe yeah. even lunch. But... They provide it if she wants to walk down the hall. Uh-huh. Can I can so I ask how old is she? She is eighty nine. Eighty nine. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a beautiful age. Yeah. We all hope to get there, right? Right. But in in good health, uh, always. Because, yeah. Uh, is she still healthy or? She is. Yes. Yeah. 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 She's getting, you know, a little. I mean, she's just aging, but she doesn't okay. have any major health problems. Yeah, that's um, a blessing. So it's amazing. Right, She's yeah. still pretty independent and can, you know, she's pretty sharp. Hmm. And, um, yeah, her, so her husband just passed away in January. Oh, that so is... So that was, uh, that kind of precipitated the change. Because she, that their, their apartment was, you know, this giant three-bedroom with this huge living room, dining room, den... TV room, full kitchen. It's a really big apartment. Right. But they had each other to yeah, help yeah. each other and to do right. things together. Yeah, so he just passed away in January and then they were they were on the list to move to assisted living. Already? Because he was 96. And he was 96? And they, he was wow. still living in independent care. Wow. So, but then he did pass away. So oh then it, it was just time. 
you know, she, it was, it's, it's a lot more interactive over there too. There's a lot more people around and, mm -hmm. but she's still really active. She goes and plays bridge and she oh, has, really? she has different dinner dates most of the days of the week. She meets with friends or, um, nice. you know, people in her building or other friends that she's met on campus. They have really nice restaurants. Like you walk in, it's not like a cafeteria or something or even mm -hmm. just the dining room. They have a very nice dining room and they have like for holidays, these huge buffets and everything. Yeah. yeah. So it's a nice, it's a nice They, they sound campus. very active as well. Yeah. Like where they organize a lot of things for, for the people. Yeah. yeah, they have a lot of activities. Will you see yourself uh, living like that once yeah. you grow older? Yeah. yeah. My my parents also live in the same kind of community. Uh -huh. And it yeah. sounds like fun we, almost. We de it really is great. I mean, I mean, my parents decided a long time ago because they live in California. Mm -hmm. They decided a long time ago. Well, we can't be a burden on you to take care of us because me and my brother live on the East Coast. So. Um, they always knew they were going to move in and they, they were actually good friends with Ted's parents. Oh yeah. Um, but they knew each other. They, well, they, they knew each other only from us, Oh okay. but they, they were all golfers and, yeah. and then when Ted's parents moved into this community, then they came and they saw it and they were like, this is great. This is what we need to do. Cause they also have friends whose parents never moved out of their house and the kids had, you know, the adult children who have but, lives. And so are you saying that your parent, parents are in the same community? No, no, no. They live in California, the same oh, okay. kind of community. But the same, oh, okay. I yeah. Got you. Yeah. Right. So, um, but they saw how my in-laws lived and they were like, yeah, that's what we need to do. We need to live in one of these life plan communities, they're called. So it has all the different levels of care. That plus says uh, for the kids like you and Ted, I guess, yeah. it's nice to know that they are in safe hands, that they're in yeah. good hands as well. Yeah, we you never have, have to, to make any decisions about, right. oh, they need to move to, then there's also nursing care and dementia care. Right. Um, so we never have to make those decisions. The, right. the community works with them and knows what's best for them. And so it's just, a burden so yeah so they've lived there for 14 years I can't oh, believe that is quite a while it's yeah. been that long um, but so my sister-in-law who was there she and I moved them into this place like it was brand new I helped them pick all of the finishes and paint colors and all of that they got to pick up everything Oh, you get to paint it your it. own way. You get to yeah. design it your own way. Yeah. Still, or was it only in the beginning? Um, no, I think they do that whenever it needs to be renovated. And a lot of times, okay. like now, they'll probably renovate that place. Okay. It's 14 years old. The colors are a little off for yeah. modern nowadays. Yeah, the walls, maybe. I mean, definitely they'll have to paint. We did some wallpaper and that'll have to be taken down and yeah, it's yeah. faded and stuff from the sun. Yeah. So yeah, they'll renovate it all nicely and the new people moving in will likely get to pick. I mean, sometimes they have just, nowadays they just have like a basic neutral palette and that's what they do, but. Right, right, right. Anyway, you get to customize it somewhat. Oh.
um, yeah, it's I'm, I'm I'm hopefully far away from uh, assisted living, but um, I, I see myself growing old like that as well. Yeah, I mean, and that that is a nice way also to not be a burden on the kids, you say, but. It's like you want to be independent as much as possible, live right. your own life. Right. And um, I think it's also beautiful, though, what uh, like my wife's Haitian in the in the Haitian culture is. You take care of your parents. Yeah. But it's that's not easy. That is difficult. I know. It and is. As long as they're independent, it's great, right? Right. They're walking about. They're doing their own thing. They're with you. But I mean, they're still doing their own thing. But once yeah. they do become dependent on your help it it affects your life as well because you do need to uh, I mean you also have a job and have to you know have your own life yeah and that is difficult in a modern society especially uh, because nowadays uh, husband and wife have to work right to make ends meet often, yeah it's definitely know? hard um, so. yeah so and then in the United States, everybody lives far apart right. from each other. Like my oldest son is in California, my daughter is in Colorado. It's the American way. Yeah. Um, yep, definitely. Yeah, I'm from the Netherlands. My country's tiny. Yeah. So everybody's within a couple of hours drive. That's true. Always, but not here. Yeah, my whole my family's my both of my parents are German. Oh, they are. Yeah. Okay, but Germany's still a big country, though. Yeah. But it's a lot smaller than this. Um, yeah. That's yeah, true. so yeah. I mean, I have cousins in Berlin, and their oh, really? mother lives in Bielefeld, and I have cousins in Cologne, and that's actually where my parents met when they were in high school. Um, but my dad was born and raised there, and his a lot of his family still lives there, but. They were probably, your parents were probably kids during the Second World War. Yeah. Like my parents were. They yeah. were kids in yeah, the Second World War. Yeah, my mom was, my mom lived in Berlin. Wow, that's and when also the bombings yeah. uh, happened. Does she, did they, she remember and, that? Yeah, yeah, she does. Wow. Um, but they, they fled in 42 when the Russians were coming. Oh, yeah. And they, um, yeah. They left Berlin, and my mom's uh, father just loaded them up, and another family, he got his hands on like a little box truck, Okay. and they loaded up whatever possessions they could, and they just fled, and they just dr left drove Berlin. west, and drove it took them a while, but they, end, they ended up in Cologne. Um, they stopped along the way and stayed with people they knew or whatever, but somehow they ended up in Cologne and luckily they were past where the wall went up. Oh, yeah. Where the, of course. Where the East wall Berlin. went up, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's where right when... Berlin was in right East. When they, yeah, so... Was in Eastern Europe, right. Germany. So I don't know which part of Berlin they were in, but they left before anything was clo closed off, obviously, or they wouldn't have left. Right. Um, but they got through the part of East Germany. Right. And they were on the other side. Yeah, they were in West Germany. Yeah. Where the fence was. So they were in West Germany. So, yeah, up until... Wow. Like, 19... 
89 or 90 when they finally figured out when the when the wall came down in 89. So that was your um, grandfather. I used to address mm -hmm. envelopes to my grandparents, West Germany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then exactly. I remember I just did it out of habit and like sent, I don't know, a Christmas card or something and my grandmother the next time she wrote me, she said, "Oh, you don't have to put West, West anymore. anymore because now it's." It oh, didn't yeah. even occur to me. No. It was just the natural thing to do. Wow. Yeah. So. And you know, I remember the wall coming down between uh, East and uh, West Germany, and that was in the Gorbachev time. Mm -hmm. And it was uh, this feeling of the Cold War is ending. Yeah. No more animosity between the U.S. and and Russia. And of course, back in the day, it was the USSR. Yeah. It was the Great Soviet Empire or whatever I don't know they called it. There was a very different organization of like a lot of countries inside of Russia. And. Um, But it, it didn't hold up. It didn't, that peace feeling slowly went away again. First it was a, a period where Russia fell apart in all these different countries. All these different countries left the, the Soviet Union. That's what it was called. And then, uh, but now I still have that feeling again of some sort of a cold war between the US and uh, Russia. It's yeah. not as bad as in the past though. In the past there was a lot of fear for nuclear war and all of that. Thank God we're past those times. So your grandfather actually, he had, that was a man of foresight. Yeah. He really. Well, yeah. Yeah it was. I mean, I was his be, fear I for, be here for today the Russians, if, right? If it wasn't for that. Probably. Yeah, yeah. we would have been, my mom would have been in East Germany. And um, and it was because of the fear for the Russians. Yeah. Russians are coming. Uh, plus, Berlin got bombed so horribly yeah. in, the f in 1945 that they may have ne never survived that as well. Right. Um, because all the uh, Allied planes were just focused on that because that's where Hitler was still uh, hiding. Quite something to to think that there's people alive from those ages, right? Right. It's, uh, I know it's amazing. I mean, my mom has stories. My grandmother has had stories. She passed away a while ago. Um, your grandmother. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Let's see. She passed away in 2010. Um. So for for the, for New Year's 1999, we all went back to Cologne oh, right, to wow. um, celebrate, you know, Y2K, and I got a camcorder for Christmas that year, and I guess I was already married, yeah, and yeah, my husband had to stay home because of Y2K, they were afraid everything was going to collapse, yeah, and, right. and he had to be there, so yeah. he had to work, so... Okay. I was over there with my brother and my parents and my cousins and my grandma with my grandmother and we 
went to this big New Year's party and but I just remember just spending time with her. I was I put the camcorder on the coffee table at night mm. and would just ask her questions. So she oh, told really? me nice. all the stories oh, wow. during the war and after the war and everything of you know, my mom's childhood basically. And so I have it all on tape. You do? Yeah. That is so smart of you. So then when she passed away, I took, you know, it was on like a mini DV tape. Uh -huh. And I had it transferred onto, I recorded it onto CDs okay. or DVDs. Uh -huh. And I gave it to all my cousins and everything. Oh, at the nice. Funeral. Yeah, I was so glad I did that. She lived, I guess, 10 more years after that. That's but, very special you know, though. Yeah, so at least we have that. Because imagine that your grandmother, your grandmother was someone who, let me think, yeah, probably saw the first airplane, yeah. saw the first TV. Yeah, she was born in 1912. 1912, oh yeah, so airplanes were just beginning, I guess, but probably was not a lot of cars back then yeah. in, that, in that time. Yeah. Right? That's amazing. She lived through two world wars in Germany. She lived through two world wars. There were no cars, no airplanes, let alone people going to the moon. And she lived through all of that. Yeah. The amount of change that you then see in your lifetime is just amazing. Yep. Yeah, and then That's to live to see that, you know, the year 2000. My grandfather had passed away in 1987. He was born in the year 1900. Oh, even before So it's always that, yeah. easy to remember how old he was and when he died. Sure. How old did he uh, become? 87. 87, okay. Yeah, yeah. Those are amazing stories. I remember talking to my grandmother also, but I didn't tape it. <laughs> oh, really? So, yeah. But it gave me a sense of this being so amazed that she lived through so many changes. And it makes you realize that when you go through life, there's really a lot of things that change around you. The machines and the things and the, the roads and the, the places. But what always remains the same though is that the, the sense of falling in love and a child is born and a grandparent dies and the sadness and then the joys of life right mm -hmm. that's been always the same yeah. like for millions of years so to speak you know yeah that um, but yeah the details around us definitely uh, change and it's sort of exciting now we live in this computer age well we have a computer in our pocket Artificial I know, when I coming. think about that sometimes, and I even think back to, you know, when I was in college or something, and uh -huh. barely even working on a computer. Yeah. Like, I didn't have my own computer Laptop, no. in college. Uh -huh. I had to go to the computer lab to write a paper. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Still hand wrote everything. I remember the first computer. Yeah, I mean, I remember we got a computer when I was, and, and it was just to play video games and do like little, yeah, make yeah. like little graphic pictures 
color by number and you just placed squares into a grid, like an X and Y axis. Okay. And so it was just like a black and white pixelated little picture. That's that's all we learned how to do in computer class in like eighth grade. Yeah, I mentioned. I had my first computer class. Yeah, it's amazing. Just even from the time I graduated from college and the work that I used to do on this dinosaur computer and and then now what's possible. Now you can just ask your phone, please make my homework for me. Oh my gosh. And it's a, right? I Basically, know. I mean with artificial intelligence, with chat GPT and stuff right. like that. I mean, I so I have been so our, my company, the company I work for, has encouraged us to explore ChatGPT and yeah. other AI mm -hmm. applications, and it's amazing. Yeah, Especially the ones it. where it's um, basically words to images, okay. and it creates, it can create a piece of art, yeah. or it can, I'm in, in interior design and I manage projects now, big commercial projects, um, but I am an interior designer by trade, but the fact that I can go in and just type, design a hotel room in the style of Frank Lloyd Wright in blah 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 and just yeah. describe it and describe it comes it and it... up with a fully designed, rendered, beautiful hotel room. It's crazy. It is crazy. And four of them. It'll give you four options. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, with Delhi, yeah. I've on, seen that on too. On mid-journey. Yeah. yeah, on mid-journey, okay. Yeah. That's but what, what is even more crazy... With. It's so crazy. What is even more crazy is that if you look at back three years ago... Yeah. That same hotel room probably looked shabby. Probably looked, didn't look good. There were a lot of errors and mistakes in it. And it, yeah. would, it just wouldn't render us. Right. The rendering right now, it just looks so perfect. Yeah. That you can almost not distinguish it from a real photograph. Well, yeah. We used to, um, when I had a design firm, we used to subcontract renderings. Yeah. And and they were amazing. And, and sometimes in the end of a project, I remember this one hotel, we did a ton of renderings. And first of all, we showed those to the client and they were like, oh, just jokingly, I didn't know we built the hotel already. Yeah, yeah. Because oh. they were just for the presentation, so. they were so realistic. Wow. And then in the end, we were putting together, like on our website, you know, all these different shots that now the professional photography had come in and done it. And then I was going through these different photos and I was like, I couldn't remember which ones were the renderings. <laughs> I couldn't remember. Yeah. And I had worked on the project. Yeah. And they were so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's amazing. But the fact that you can just talk about it and type it up and then it just does it. I mean, it's uh, crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, in your line of work, you probably can feed it in a picture of an empty room also and say what you want in it. Yeah. Well, they've been doing that already. On Zillow, you see that a lot. Like yeah, they do that photos for, um, they do that for, yeah, just to stage real estate. Yeah, 
yeah, to show you what it sudden, would look like. Like you see it just empty room photo and then you see it fully with furnish, you know, right. furnishings in it. They don't, have you, to, yeah. they don't really have to stage it anymore except it does, it still feels better when you walk in a space and there's furniture in it. But imagine five years from now. Oh yeah. We, we don't need photographers anymore. Yeah. Basically. You just need good IT people. That's sort of scary. It is. But they're also talking about we need to uh, mark every photo or every drawing. We have to mark that it's AI or that it was done by humans. Oh. But also photos, because if I take a picture of a cloud, yeah, the AI can just draw a picture of a cloud. But my picture was a real photo of a real event. Yeah. And the AI was made up, was created. It's still creative, but it needs a stamp that it wasn't real. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the, that's, there's a whole thing too with like, in the art world, mm. well, if this is computer generated, Is it worth anything? Like, are, well, that, and also, you know, if you're saying in the style of such and such artist, or, or if it's if it's evaluating, like, if you're giving as the input an image mm -hmm. of a certain painter's work, and then you want something like that, I don't know. There's a whole thing about: are there? Is there? intellectual property oh, that you're point. Yeah. that you're you're basically is it a forgery or is it you know what is it we don't know there's never been anything like this right but that that's that's an issue with artists like sure it's different but if you took a painting of you know, maybe it's not world famous, it's not a Monet right. or something. Right, right. But if you took, you know, an established artist that not everybody knows, but who makes a lot of money, and then you just say, oh, just modify it, and then I don't have to buy it from that guy, and then, but he really owned that concept, right? Yeah. So, so where, yeah. where, where does the line get crossed? How much of it has to be different? And if it's just generated by a computer, it's tricky. It is. Like, are you, we, are we, you stealing somebody's uh, ideas or does everything have to be trademarked and copyrighted? And it, but it becomes rather useless, trademarks and copyright. Because you can say, okay, AI has to have a label, and then there's always going to be people who don't put the label. Right want to try to uh, forge something. Right, and then they could try to sell it as the person's original artwork, Exactly, right? yeah. And then there will be so many forgeries around. But the, the problem be also becomes that as a beholder, you don't know whether this is real anymore. Is right. this a real Rembrandt? Right. Or are is you, this right. a generated Rembrandt? Yeah, are you getting what you're paying for? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's where it gets really, really complicated. Of course, they've been able to do that with, you know, anybody can scan something and reprint it, but I'm, t 
talking about somebody who has really created something and then they just tweak it a little bit and then yep. say that I don't know there there's just so many questions you just don't yep. know what yep. all of the all of the problems that could arise from this and then and what we're also gonna get we're gonna get movies with 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 fake personas yeah so they're gonna be fake actors but we will not be able to distinguish them from real right but they're gonna be made-up actors um, doing the movie yeah what you, you can then create movies also without shooting anywhere you just can sit in behind the computer yeah. creating a movie yeah you don't have to go to New York anymore to shoot a movie right. in New York because you can ask AI make a scene in New York and if it's not distinguishable then you know, why go to New York right but mm. if you think about all of the if they're taking all of the information from other movies basically if you're saying oh make a movie about blah 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 well it's got to mm. have that information from whatever let's say you want like a, a spy movie mm -hmm. and you say it in, you know in the style of James Bond or something right. well then it's all that information it's going to take from original James Bond movies right and exactly it's not yeah. it's going to all be uh, plagiarized right it's all going to be yeah, plus the characters can right. come back as well we can uh, you right. can put you in can, an old you can James call him a different name, but it's all going to be in the style of that. Then it's then it's copying. It is very interesting. That's for sure. We're going to be living in very interesting times. Yeah. And uh, it'll be a lot of fun as well. I think. Well, here we are, Monica. Which uh, airline are you flying? American. American. Okay. So what do you think? Can we publish this to YouTube? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay, thanks. What's your um? Let me give you my card. Oh, okay. There you go. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did my husband tell you that I'm renting a Tesla three for the summer? Yeah, he mentioned something. I didn't remember that was. He's probably like you. Okay, how do you like it? I like it a lot. Yeah, isn't it? It's really isn't fun. It yeah. Yeah. The great cars. The only thing I miss is the uh, blind spot indication in the mirror. Oh, really? Are you completely used now to look at the screen for your blind spot? I I do look at that. Like I look at the backup cameras. Um, Oh, I you don't have really the, look the, at the yeah, lights. Yeah, yeah, the cameras. Okay. Yeah. I've Wait, does this not have backup cameras? It, it does. does. But I turned that off because I thought it was distracting. Oh. I guess I'm still getting used to this car. But what you can do is the blind spot indication is in the screen. And so, like, it will indicate if there's a car in the blind spot. Yeah. But so instead of looking in the mirror, I have to look on the screen. Oh yeah, that's that is weird. And when you turn the blinker on, those cameras come on, and that's distracting. You can turn that off. Yeah, yeah, that. But right. the reverse camera, you didn't turn off. No, the reverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's always there. Yeah, that's, yeah, you can that's also easy. Just turn it on. So like just this. being at my mother-in-law's, we're driving her car, and it does not have a backup camera, and I'm I feel paralyzed. Oh. 
<laughs> because all of our cars have backup cameras right. and it is so hard to figure I'm like I don't think anybody's behind me but no sensors and no camera no what like, kind oh, of car is that that is so weird <laughs> it's not even that old it has like 15,000 miles on it but she just doesn't drive it very much but <laughs> you know it's a Honda so it's it's yeah, funny. I'm just so used to it now. I just. And I'm but sorry. no, it's been uh -huh. fun driving the Tesla. Yes. Yeah. And you um, used the uh, the autopilot, the auto steer. I haven't. They didn't teach me how to do it, and I was like, you know, I really don't think I'm going to try that out. It's not my car. Yeah. But I guess yeah, you. It, you it, it I, makes... I will try it out before I give it back. Yeah. Double tap. So what do you? So do? If you do once down. Yeah. And then uh, that's uh, cruise control, like it will keep the speed. Oh. If you do double tap, then it will keep the lane. Oh. And it should follow the lane wherever the lane goes. Really? Yeah. So that's just basic, but if you wanted it to like take you somewhere, does it that navigate and That is full self-driving, then you oh, have to check to see if okay. that's available in, in your oh, uh, so state. autopilot is just to keep you in lane. In the lane, yeah. Okay, so that's not so bad. Um, I think she's leaving, so I'll just take her spot. Okay. Well, maybe I'll I'll pull up a YouTube video on that and before I do it and try it out. That would be a good idea. What if there's no lane markings, like on a residential street? It'll keep to the right of the of the road. It it's pretty good at at everything uh, but it like does make... Like if you're make... driving up a residential street and there's cars parked, uh -huh. will it go around, yeah, it will to not... go around them? Yeah, it will. Huh. And uh, I'm waiting for full self-driving uh, so that it will also navigate and everything. But yeah, that's, oh, yeah. that's the next thing. I didn't know what, I didn't know what, how limited autopilot was. Interesting. So it's good go. that you put open and press. Yes. Nobody yeah. knows how to open no, the doors. Yeah, yeah. I had so many people that I had to explain it to. <laughs> I was smart. 